Live from the Nelson Mandela Chatsworth Youth Centre, this is Newsbreak's election debate roadshow from Chatsworth in Durban. Your hosts for this afternoon... Your hosts for this afternoon, Genevieve Lanka and the Newsbreak team. Good afternoon, I am Genevieve Lanka. It's a community steeped in rich history, but in recent times, Chatsworth has become a haven for drugs and crime. Unemployment, especially among the youth, is rife, and shocking incidents of abuse continue to emerge, like that of baby Jamie Faith Naidu. But today, the residents of Chatsworth are here at the symbolic Nelson Mandela Youth Center in a hall dedicated to the memory of Lenny Naidu, who sacrificed his life for democracy to give their vote a voice. The views and opinions expressed on Newsbreak Talk do not represent those of SABC News or Lotus FM. Well, allow me to introduce the panel to you today. For the ANC, it's Maggie Governor. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Genevieve, and to your listeners. Representing the IFP, Jay Naidu. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Genevieve, and the listenership of Lotus FM. For the Minority Front, Jonathan Anapan, thank you for being here. Good afternoon, Genevieve, and good afternoon to your listeners. Representing the Democratic Alliance, George Murray, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Good afternoon to the listeners, and good afternoon, Genevieve. And representing the ACDP, Wayne Tring, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Genevieve, and good afternoon to all of the ACDP listeners and other listeners out there as well. Our moderator and political analyst this afternoon is Professor Kathy Gavinder. Thank you again for being here and your time. My pleasure. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Well, this is quite a contested, a hotly contested community, that of Chatsworth. Take us through some of the issues, Professor, that you think are likely to emerge and should really emerge from this debate this afternoon. Thank you very much, Genevieve. Uh, it's important, I think, to acknowledge the fact that uh, we have Lenny Naidu and Nelson Mandela here. Lenny Naidu represents those kind of unsung heroes that made it possible for us to have this election. And I, I think it's important to understand that we came to this point because of the sacrifice of those people. Now, why is these elections crucial? I think it's probably the most important election since 1994. It's important because there's a real possibility that power could change in major metropolitans in this country. In Ikoroleni, in uh, Johannesburg, in Nelson Mandela. And so it's, it's I think, a harbinger, uh, an important indication of what could happen in 2019. But I also think that given that, we need to convince the world that we can have proper elections in this country. And so this is a litmus test, not just for us, but the, for the rest of the world to see that even though where the stakes are high, we can conduct proper elections. Mm -hmm. So I think what, rulers in this country are only legitimate if we vote for them. And we vote for them because we want them to deliver services. We want them to deliver on roads, on education, on housing. We want them to improve the quality of our lives. And so the question I think that voters have to ha ask in this, in this election is, which political party would be best for me, my family, my community, and very importantly for the country? And when you vote, you do two things. You look retrospectively, you look backwards in other words, and you say, those people that exercise power in our name, have they failed us or have they succeeded? And secondly, you look to the future and you ask, who can do better for us? At this, at this juncture in our country, we need inspirational leadership. We are short of that 
at the moment. And what we need to do, and this is my plea to the politicians on the podium, is we want you to come up with ideas. We want you to inspire South Africans. You, you, we want you to make us do better. We don't want you to depress us because then you're not serving any purpose. And so to the politicians on the panel, I'm looking for fresh ideas. I'm looking for ideas on how we can do better. Well, tough questions, and it's time now for these parties to answer and share their ideas, as Professor Kathy Gavinder has pointed to. We're going to begin with the opening statements, and each party will be given one minute on the clock for their opening statements. You will be stopped with a buzzer before we go to the next party. We're going to start with the ANC, Maggie Gavinder. Your minute starts now. Thank you. Um, it's uh, indeed historic that we are meeting here um, at the Chatsworth Youth Center, um, which was a project of Nelson Mandela, and emanates from the fact that Nelson Mandela, as the president of the ANC, represents the ANC, a caring organization. And that is what we are. Now, you are going to be asked to deliver your vote on August 3rd. And it's a bit like a lotto ticket. Your best chance, you try to get the winning number. Well, it's the ANC that is, in fact, the winning number. Because we are the party that is the majority in the municipality, at the provincial government level, as well as at the national government level. So when you vote for us, you vote for an organization that really does have the power to make things happen. There is no other party, no matter um, the number of councillors that they have, that can match up to the African National Congress, <coughs> the African Thank National you. Congress's decision. Thank you, Maggie Gavinder. The IFP, Jane Naidu, your minute starts now. Thank you, Genevieve. Due to the apartheid policy of segregation, people of color, that is Indians, colored and black, were placed along racial lines in established townships such as Chatsworth, Phoenix, Kwamasha, Newlands, resulting in a concentration of particular race groupings. This racial divide has been entrenched into people's minds and lives. Today, my message to the South Africans of Indian origin is that you are children of South African soil, irrespective of where you reside, one nation and one people. While appreciating and acknowledging our rich culture and diversity as Indian people, it is important that we look beyond our uniqueness. And when we talk development, this should include in inclusivity and integration. The issues and conditions affecting all communities, be it unemployment, crime, anger, homelessness, or poverty is faceless. And most importantly, as the IFP, we say to you, you are not victims. Power remains in your hands to make a change uh, and to change your fate. And this must not be done along, along race. Thank you, Ms. Naidu. For the Minority Front, Jonathan Anapan, your minute starts now. This election marks a new era for the Minority Front. In this election, we have dealt with uh, previous members who have abused the voter and abused the party. Therefore, the Minority Front has engaged in a proper screening process that has brought about new leaders. We're encouraging the voter to screen the lists of other political parties and look at how they have brought about members or, or, or councillors that have failed you in the previous years. In this election, the MF is determined that it will provide the best service uh, delivery to all people and wherever we are elected, we will ensure that there is accountability and that there is good governance. Well, finished just before your minute, we're going to go to the Democratic Alliance, George Amari. Your minute starts now. Uh, thank you. Can I just I'll start off with saying hashtag, it's time for change. After 20 years of democracy, 
and ANC government, we have seen fraud and corruption on an unprecedented level in our country. Our country, we have the skills, the expertise and the resources and we will do so and ensure the services are delivered to all. This is a DA and we call on the people of the 3rd of August to go out and cast the vote I, for the Democratic Alliance. I'm going to stop Alliance. you there, Mr. Mari, because we seem to have just a little bit of a technical uh, glitch in terms of connection with our studio in Durban. That is why your buzzer didn't go off when it did. So what we're going to do is we're going to start you on the clock once more. We're going to start Thank you... you very much. Thank We're you. going to start you on the clock once more because we, we didn't get okay, what you had said. Um, so we're going to go once again. So George Murray, your minute starts now. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to start by saying hashtag is time for change. After 20 years of ANC government, we have seen fraud and corruption at an unprecedented level. We have seen service delivery failures being the catalyst for violent protests in our country. We have seen unparalleled violent service delivery protests. Never before have we seen such violent protests where private properties, government properties and vehicles have been damaged, including roadblocks, almost on a weekly basis. Crime is at an all-time high. Notwithstanding the government sanitized crime statistics, we have the highest number of political murders in our country today. Communities have been prisoners in their own homes and are afraid to go out after dark. Unemployment is at nearly 35%. Thanks to the ANC on that one. It is time for change. Indeed, the DA is the only party that can change our country. We have the skills, the expertise, and the know of, of how to deliver services. Thank you for that, Mr. Mari. We're going to go to the ACDP now. Wayne Tring, your minute starts now. The African Christian Democratic Party is a political party that is based on biblical principles, and for that we offer no apology. We recognize that South Africa is at a critical juncture in its history, facing challenges with regards to social upheaval, economic and political challenges. The policies of the ACDP aim to build uh, and address poor governance at a local level. Our policies aim to create an environment that is conducive for job creation. Certainly, our current ruling party has not created an environment conducive for job creation, which has resulted in unemployment levels at some 40% in our country. We have a vision for a strong, healthy, and a prosperous nation. And we are committed to seeing genuine change and renewal in a country that is model, modeled on value-based norms of integrity, justice, honesty, and respect. The ACDP is committed to reliable councillors. Thank you for that, Vote Mr. ACDP. Thank you for that. It's just gone 15 minutes past one now. Good afternoon. You're listening to Newsbreak's Election Debate Roadshow, and we are coming to you live from the Nelson Mandela Youth Center. It's the Lenny Naidu Hall, and we're addressing issues pertaining to Chatsworth and surrounding. Stay tuned as we go to our audience right after this. As promised, it's all about giving your vote a voice this afternoon, and we have a number of for audience members that are here. We're going to go to the first audience member. If you can stand up and give us your question, remember you are not allowed to ask your own party member a question, and we will not allow any sweetheart questions as well. So you can go ahead. Okay. Good afternoon. My name is Arlene Naidu. I'm the chairperson of the Westcliff Rat Residents Association, the chairperson of the Westcliff Civic Association. 
my question goes to all of the politicians sitting out there. It has been made known by themselves. We had four rounds. This is our fourth round of elections. And if your results speak, speak for themselves. Uh, from the very first election, I'm speaking on behalf of Ward 70 for now. I'm trying to get local. In the first local government elections, the minority front won. Second, uh, at least the DA. The second election, the minority front. The third election, it was minority front. Through a by-election, it switched over to the DA. And here, the fourth elections, we as communities are sitting in the same position. Now, my question to the politicians out there, especially the DA, we are complaining. The, the, the gentleman sitting out there complained himself about all the ills of, uh, of, all the Ills of our society. Now we are sitting on the fourth election. Must we make the same mistake and vote for those same councillors who come and do not serve us? It is. Okay, I want to ask you in the next five seconds just to wrap up what your question is. My question is, for how long more are we going to mislead our people into making the wrong decisions? Now Thank for you me, for that. Very we do clear. hear the point that you're making. Thank you for that. We're going to put that question through to the, the panelists. I believe it was first put to the Democratic Alliance. I'm going to ask George Murray to answer uh, the question that has been put forward by the resident. Go ahead. Uh, thank you very much. It's quite an easy question. What you need to do right now is to put the DA in governance. That's what you need to do. If you put the DA in government, we will ensure we deliver services for you. Mr. Murray, Mr. Murray, the member of the community is saying, but you were in power in that ward, but you did not deliver. I must say this. I must say one thing: that we are an opposition party. We're not in government, but we ask the voters out there to go out on 3rd of August and ensure we are government. Like the people of Cape Town have done, they've made us government and we delivered. Are you saying that because you are not uh, in the municipality, governing the municipality and just the ward, that you're unable to then deliver on promises in your ward? Well, the ANC in the municipality is listening to nobody. If you look at the service delivery failures, they're listening to nobody. I'm going to be putting this question through to the ANC in just a moment, but I want to come back Thank to that question because are you then saying that it's going to, if if you somehow don't take the ward, uh, don't take the municipality, then is it going to be counterproductive for people to vote for you then because you're saying that we're not able to deliver? Mr. Mari? What? What? The question. Sorry, can I just pause, please? The question is. If your councillors have not delivered in the past, what assurance is there that they will deliver in the future? We give, you, we give you the assurance and we give the voters the assurance that put us in government where a councillor is there in government that we will deliver service to all the people there. Okay, let's, let's, Bottom uh, line. Let's, let's move on, uh, Mrs. Governor. But this reflects on you as well, doesn't it? If, if the DA are not delivering, then your party, which controls the Eco 20, Eco 20 municipality is also not delivering. Well, so, actually, so you all are failing as well. I actually want to clarify that. As the ANC, despite the fact that there wasn't a single ward in Chatsworth over the last 20 years that voted for the ANC, and only recently Ward 69 supported the ANC, we have delivered. If you look at Ward 69, where our ward councillor is, 
you have had a whole range of service delivery provision. In other wards governed by the DA and the Minority Front, it is the ANC PR councillors who have delivered things such as lights in the Silver Glen Nature Reserve, um, our councillor candidates are heading up the community policing forums, and it is the ANC councillors who are not even elected are, who are delivering the goods in Chatsworth. We are going to be going to the next audience member now, but I'm going to bring in the minority front because your party was also named as a party that did not deliver when you won that ward. You see, Genevieve, one of the reasons why there was a by-election there in the first place was because the minority front was clamping down on the non-performance of the particular councillor. And when the council defected to the DA, we made it very clear to the voter that if they vote for that candidate, they will not get service delivery because they are still voting for a candidate who has not served them previously. Therefore, therefore the MF has delivered. And when we clamped down on corruption, the community went back and voted for the same councillor. Mr. Anupan, the question here before we go to our next audience member that's standing already is that you've had a lot of members of your party defect in recent times. What guarantee is that your party members are going to stay with you after this election? If you look at the reasons why they defected, Genevieve, a lot of them were first terminated before they defected. And that's the reason why, that's the reason why you must know with a clean slate of dedicated leaders, dedicated members that have a strong leader, the voter can be assured that our new members will do, uh, do what they say they will do. We're going to go to the audience member. Your name, sir, and your question. My name is Rocky Naidu, and my question to the DA is, how are you going to deal with the housing issue in the Tekweni? How, how are you going to deal with the housing issue in the Tekweni? The Democratic Sorry. Alliance? Yeah, you thank you ahead. very much. I think... I think when you look at the, the backlogs in the housing, housing, housing uh, in Etiquette, uh, we have something like 600,000. The DA we, will bring about alternative forms that, of housing delivery, number one. Mr. Mari, we're going to stop that Number question. two, we will ensure that we have different types of housing for different communities and different beneficiaries. What has happened clearly in the last 10 years, the ANC delivered from 16,000 houses right up to last financial year, 1,500 houses. So you could see that the ANC who controls the purse strings are not delivering houses. But we will certainly deliver housing. Firstly, we will come up with a waiting list with people that are in need. We will, and then we will also look Thank at people that are living Mari. in Chatsworth. Thank you, Mr. Mari, for that. And uh, we, I'm going to caution the audience again, because if you are part of a party, you cannot ask that party questions. It, in essence, saying that you don't have enough confidence in your panelists to be able to answer their own questions sufficiently. So we're going to put that question through to the IFP as well. The very same question. How would you deal with the housing issue in the Etekweni? Jane Naidu. Um, okay. Firstly, I think I would just like a, a quick response uh, to the Ward 70 question uh, because she did uh, indicate that it was to the, to the other councillors as well. And, and very quickly, I think I just want to say that the issues that are pertinent to Ward 70 in, uh, in, in Chatsworth is pertinent to other communities across Etigweni. Now, at Etigweni municipality, we are sitting with a budget of, of 41.6 
Berlin Rand. And if that is not able to translate into service delivery, then we have a serious problem. And the problem that we identify as political leadership in Itagwini is that there are corrupt self-serving officials, cronyism, nepotism, that, that is, is eroding the budget in this municipality. And if that can be changed, then service delivery can be translated into communities across Jane, Itagwini. I'm going to ask you to come back to the question that we had originally asked, which was about housing. Not every panelist will get the opportunity to answer every question, but if we can come back to housing, which is a pertinent issue in this particular area of Chatsworth. Okay, uh, on the issue of housing, uh, there is a service delivery backlog of 400,000 uh, in Etegweni. And this is a serious issue and, and it, is, it is one of the most serious ills that is plaguing Etegweni residents. And I think if, if this is supposed to be one of the, the, the highly prior, prioritized issues. Uh, if, if IFP was in government, what we would do immediately is that allocate a major part of uh, the budget towards housing because at, at the core of every issue is, is that families need to be housed and families simply, especially minority families and, and Indian communities do not have access to a house right now. People that are living in informal settlements are queuing. We would say there has to be a housing allocation list. People have to be prioritized, put into a housing list and allocated and housed immediately. Land needs to be identified. Thank you for that. Let's bring allocated. in Mr. Wayne Tring. Mr. Wayne Tring for the ACDP, the very same question. I think firstly, the, the lady from Ward 70, let me just answer your question because you said to all councillors, you asked, what must you do? Must you continue to support those particular parties uh, who have failed to deliver over the last 20 years? The answer is very simply no. A party like the ACDP has been there for the last 20 years in government and Mr. we have Ching. clean hands and continue to serve the community. Mr. So Ching, very simply you, no. Mr. Ching, in terms of housing, not your campaign. In terms, in terms of housing, very clearly I think that we have a huge challenge within the municipality with regards to housing. We find that there has not been sufficient housing that has been uh, allocated to our the members within our community. Uh, and Ch Chatsworth is no different to the different communities that we come from. The challenges of housing uh, in Chatsworth are no different to the challenges in Phoenix, no different to the challenges in Kwamashu in Inanda. What we are saying as the ACDP, that we, we are saying that the, the solutions to the housing problems is let's allow our people to build their homes, self-help housing schemes. Let's give our people dignity. Let's stand alongside of our people as government providing skills for those who do not have jobs in the community by providing self-help schemes. We then take builders, plumbers, carpenters who have no jobs, no skills in their hands and as the ACDP we come alongside of you, we stand with you and we give you houses, not chicken coops, but we, we give you houses that are decent, we give you house, houses that are affordable and we give Mr. you houses Ching, that you, you can that. be proud of. Thank you for that. I'm going to... I'm going to remind the panelists, of course, that we are discussing questions and we want to give our audience an opportunity to ask you questions and not every panel member will have that opportunity to answer the questions, but we will try to get it through to as many as we can. The next audience member, your name, please, and your question. My name is Mubarak Mohammed. I'm from the Chatsworth and District Civic Federation. My question is to the Democratic Alliance. Uh, everything you read out is currently happening. So we will not debate that issue. But my uh, question to you is, how is it possible for you to eradicate corruption when your party has already been found guilty in the court of law in Cape Town of corruption? How, how are you going to provide 
housing, especially for us in KwaZulu and in particular in Ward 69 or in this particular Chatsworth area, when you provided less than 100 houses in the Western Cape, which you are in control of for the last 15 years, let me also ask the next question. David How are you going please. to deliver on a local government election where amenities are involved when your councillors show total disrespect to the civic structures? Don't attend David, our meeting. We do hear the question. We hear the question you're answering, asking. We're going to ask George Murray to get on it. Okay, let me just start with the first one. The, the question that he says that the Democratic Alliance has delivered 100 houses in the Western Cape, that is totally, totally, totally untrue. Uh, we have delivered at scale it at, at there. We've been spending our housing budget, which is just under 2 billion rand. So it, for 2 billion rand, we cannot be spending uh, building 100 houses. So that's completely misleading in this house. Now, what we will do in Chatsworth, what we will do in Chatsworth, because every other house in Chatsworth has got outbuilding, we will have to start to engage with those people and come up with self-help schemes, finding land within Chatsworth, where we can offer them a service site so they can build their homes. Because the, 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 the problem currently now is the ANC, is con, con, the ANC, what is being concentrating on mass 4x4, 6x4 houses and giving out to people. And most of them they, they, that are there, there right now are actually ANC cadres. Thank you, Mr. Mari. We're going to put we, we're going to put the same question through to the ANC because it's a massive problem in this country that we're facing. What will you do, especially when your party faces the same accusations? Indeed, Genevieve. And what we want to say is that we are not talking about what we are going to do. As the ANC, we are in government. We have the power. We passed the budgets. We have already improved housing delivery in this province. We have one of the best track records in the country of housing delivery and the ideas that are being put forward by the other parties, which are only ideas, are in fact what we put into practice. Our mayor has in his budget for Itegwini for 2017 set out amounts, set out housing targets where we will not just be building new houses, we will be rectifying houses, we will be looking at self-service housing, we will be looking at housing for middle-income people who cannot afford to get their own housing loans, and we will be looking at social you're housing. Speaking about housing you're speaking about housing, Maggie Gavinder. Can I just take your attention through to Silver Glen, which you mentioned before. The community that was forced out of their homes because of crime say that they're still waiting for housing there. Well, as has been said, housing is a big issue. There is only a certain amount of money, but the mayor has in his budget made provision for housing. What I also want to say is, on the talk of crime, the recent survey released by Stats SA points out that the province with the highest number of murders is in fact the Western Cape. We're going to go to the next audience member. Your name and your question, please. You can stand up your name and your question, please. I'm Sangeeta Hari Prasad from the Amkmas area. I just wanted this question to the ANC. Why is there so much of problems, so much of killing? They are failing the people. Why? They are failing the people. There's problem amongst themselves. They are killing one another. What thank is you, going? Thank you for your thank you for your question. Can I just have the mic coming to the front as well, please? We're going to put that question through to the ANC. You can go ahead. Well, 
In terms of uh, the, the killings that have taken place, we want to commend the South African police services for their speedy action. People have been brought to court and have been charged. And we want to say as the ANC, we will not condone any violence, regardless of the fact that these may be our members. Crime is crime. And on that point, we also want to say that as the ANC in this municipality, because this is where voters will be voting, we have the Safer Cities Unit, which looks at dealing with strategies to bring in communities to address the issue of crime. Crime is something that not just government can resolve. It takes a community working together to address crime. And that is why we have community policing forums. There's Mr. Jake Singh, who is sitting here amongst us, one of our candidates who chairs such a forum. So as the ANC, we don't talk, we act. And we have the power to act. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Maggie, Governor, for that. Uh, we, it's just gone half past one now. We still have a lot more to discuss. And before we get to the next audience member, we're going to allow Mr. George Murray to also respond to two points. Uh, the first, of course, is being the Democratic Alliance, and the, uh, well, the Western Cape, rather, and the murders issue, and to the question as well that Maggie just answered concerning uh, the political murders here. You can go ahead. Thank you very much. I think the Western Cape is dealing with the problem. Obviously, with the scale of murders that are happening, the provincial government is doing its best it can. But we must also understand that it is a national competence. National competence. But the province and the municipalities are doing all they can to bring about stability in those uh, high crime areas. So we are actually uh, addressing that at the moment. Uh, but I must also say in respect of crime, why the ANC doesn't worry about fighting crime here? Most of his councillors, the majority of the councillors in the Tequeni municipality have bodyguards. The mayor got bodyguards, deputy mayor got bodyguards, speaker has got bodyguards. So they have bodyguards walking with them all the time, 24 hours. They are given houses which is called safe houses in Phoenix for instance. So they don't worry about the crime that is affecting our people. That is an unfortunate thing. Thank you. Go ahead. What? I want, I, want to, I want to say that it is, it is not true that all of the councillors actually have bodyguards. The ACGP certainly does not have a bodyguard. Our councillors, as we go around. But with regards to the crime issue, um, I think that it is a travesty, firstly, that we are losing so many members with regards to political crimes, particularly within KZN. The ACGP is one of the parties that calls for all political parties to exercise reason and to abide by the IEC code of conduct. I think that when one looks at the ACGP, not one of our councillors, if you are looking for a, a party that is clean, if you're looking for a party that is not corrupt, if you're looking for a party that is not involved in crime, then we want to say that the ACGP is the party that you need to look for. But, but in, Mr. in government for over, Mr. 20, Ching, for over 20 Mr. years, Ching, and if you look at, we are Mr. Pro, Ching, just a moment, just a moment, but is your party exclusive? Is your part, you said at the very beginning that your party is, you know, bases its principles on the Bible, its biblical principles, so are you exclusive as a party then? Very clearly the ACDP is not exclusive. If one looks at the policies of the ACDP, one of our core policies is that we believe in the freedom of religion. In fact, for the ACDP, we have Hindus, we have Muslims, we have Jews, we have people of different race groups, different religious backgrounds who are actually members of the ACDP. 
be. So we are certainly not an exclusive, but we are an inclusive party. And that is one of the reasons that makes us so attractive. ACGP is founding all nine Thank you, Mr. Provinces. Ching. We're going to go to the next audience member. Your name and your question very quickly, sir. Thank you. My name is Bradley. I've got a question to the ANC. How is it that they don't have a single Chatsworth councillor in a electable position in the PR uh, list? Also, to all panelists, the second question is, what significance is the smaller party is going to make and contribute to the voters of the city? Because they really can't do nothing with just one seat and two seats. Thank you for the question. Let's put that through to the ANC firstly. Thank you. I think in terms of the question that was raised by Bradley, as the ANC, we have full confidence in all our councillors. And our councillors will represent the community wherever they are drawn from. We are also a party that ensures that we have a 50% representation of women, that we have 60% of continuity of councillors, that we have people with disability as part of our councillor package, and that we have youth representation as part of our councillor list. So we are a party that represents everyone. Our councillors, we are confident, can represent people anywhere Thank at you. any time. Thank you, Ms. Governor. I'm going to allow the minority front to take the next question because it was concerning smaller parties. What impact are you really going to have when you have just one seat or two seats? Genevieve, if you look historically, the uh, Minority Front has had balance of power in all, uh, most instances, in all, uh, all levels of government. And the value of uh, a smaller party like the Minority Front ensures that there is accountability from the bigger parties. And because, uh, precisely of the, because of the fact that we've held balance of power in most instances, in all levels of governance, it is important that the voter realizes that by putting their trust into a smaller party like the Minority Front, we will ensure that there is that level of accountability in government. Our next audience member, your name and your question uh, very quickly, sir. My name is Rafiq Shah. I've been hearing a lot about the ANC's uh, quality service delivery. This place where we are standing, this is Mandela's legacy. Look at the condition of this hall. The toilets are running, it's in a state of disrepair. This is how the ANC deals with Mandela's legacy. And that's how serious they are about the youth. Now my question, my question is to the Honorable Maggie. And the question is simply this. We keep saying that South Africa belongs to all who live in it. We keep saying that the Constitution protects the rights of minorities. I want to ask the ANC the question. Did you not find one single good quality Indian person to serve as a mayor in any single town? A question to the ANC. I'm going to allow Maggie to Logi, continue. Logi, Logi. Okay. That's a member of parliament who spoke. And it's unfortunate that he doesn't understand local government enough. But we're not playing the race tag. However, I will say that Afsa Rahman is the mayor of Newcastle. So we do have that. But as the ANC, for us, it's not an issue of race. It's the most competent people to serve as representatives of our people. Another question that was put to you, uh, or rather a challenge was put to you, was concerning the very hall that we're broadcasting in. And the reason why it is in such disrepair, uh, is it a, it, it, do you have any responsibility the, as a party uh, in the municipality to be able to assist this youth center? Well, there are members of the ANC who are already assisting in this youth center. 
But what we want to point out is that this youth center is located in a DA ward. What has that DA councillor done to assist in this youth center, which but is a community facility? But Ms. Gavinder, Ms. Gavinder, I'm going to put that question through to George Murray in just a moment. But the challenge that's going to come back is they're going to say, but you hold the municipality. Don't you have a final word in this? Well, is it, are you then saying that you will not give resources or assistance because of the DA war? Already, the municipality is already contributing funds towards the up upkeep of this hall. Um, there is the municipality funding here, but we are also calling on the community to be part of this because this facility is not owned by the municipality. The municipality does make a contribution to the upkeep of the hall. Mr. George Mari, your response. Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, but let me just say, you know, Maggie can't come here and say that the municipality or the DA must actually fix this up. It is the duty of the municipality to make available funding. But she's saying there is The people funding. that are administering the function here cannot cope with the money that are being given. So the municipality must make do, make do. But let me also comment on this. You know, there's been a purge of Indians from the ANC. There's been a purge. If you look at the ANC list, there are two Indians out of the 110 odd wards that are in electable position. And the ANC has the goal to come here and ask the Indian community to vote for, for the ANC. It is a shame, really a shame. This is, gonna, this is of course not an opportunity for both parties to go at loggerheads over possible issues, but we're going to allow the next question to go through as quickly as possible. Uh, Councillor Brandon Pillay, Ward Councillor, Ward 69 of the ANC. Firstly, I want to say that no matter what, a car will always be called a car, whatever color it is. So you take somebody from one party and you take them to the DA, they're still the same person and they're not delivering in five years. Now, I am a councillor in Chatsworth that has delivered. I'm not telling you about what you're going to do. I'm talking about what we have done. I have delivered to all the wards where there are current DA councillors. I have delivered. Well, of course, you know, once again, each party has their own campaigns and you can, of course, be able to tell people what you've done on your campaigns. This is not the platform for it. I want to take a question, uh, the next question, if you can give me your name and your question as quickly as possible. My name is Jolene and my question is given to the DA. I am an unemployed youth from Ward 70 and I would like to know, why do you all put a candidate like Tony Govender who has robbed me, me and thousand other people of a job by rejecting the building of Oxford? Yeah. A question for George Murray. Thank Go you very ahead. much. I could actually explain how the, the change of uh, candidates take place because it's a long process. We have an electoral process and a selection panel where we put the best candidate that come forward, be a previous councillor or be not a previous councillor. So if we find a, a councillor or candidate that has come that is better, speaks better, has got the expertise and the experience, we will put that candidate in that ward so that he delivers. Well, we are approaching the final 15 minutes of the program with so much more to go. It's an electrifying atmosphere here at the Nelson Mandela Youth Center, the Lenny Naidu Hall. And we will be coming back with our final discussion points right after this. Stay tuned.
So we have, we are approaching the final 15 minutes of the program. In the next 15 minutes, we do not go to the audience members. We speak specifically to the panelists and we allow the panelists to be able to address some of the key issues that have emerged from the debate itself. So we're going to ask, we're going to ask our moderator this afternoon, which is Professor Kathy Gavinder, to... Sorry, can I have people to sit down, please? Thank you. Please, thank you. We're going to ask our moderator, Professor Kathy Gavinder, to outline for us what was the single most uh, important issue that has emerged from the debate today as a central theme, and we're going to allow each party member to be able to address that concern. Remember, this is a now focused discussion with the panel itself. Professor. Yes, I, th I think there's a lot of concern. People feel that uh, politicians have let them down. People feel that politicians have not delivered. I, I found it interesting that the ANC said that they are the effective powerhouse in the council, which they are, but uh, blame the DA councillors for not uh, delivering. So I'd like, uh, I'd like people to do the following, please. To, to just indicate to us now how best you're going to deliver on the key responsibilities of local government. And, and Mrs. Governor, specifically, tell us why we think that the Constitution is safe in your hands when the rule of your party, the leader of your party, was found to violate key constitutional principles. Please, and then we, we want to start with people saying what your vision for the future is. How are you going to deliver on the key aspects of local government? Thank you. Firstly, in terms, let me start with the issue of the rule of law. The rule of law is very safe in ANC hands because we follow the constitution. Our organization was primarily responsible for the drafting of it. We uphold the constitution and the president will abide by the finding of a court of law. This, in terms of the amount around in Kandla that he was asked to pay, it has been quantified and that is what the president will do. So we follow the rule of law. In terms of the municipality, it is the same thing. We are very proud to say that this municipality, the Itigwini municipality, has received a clean audit. It means that it ran its finances correctly and there were no faults that were found in the running of that municipality. It is a very big achievement. Then in terms of how we look at local government and serving the people, it is the ANC that has a clear local government policy where we say and we have delivered because we have the power, we have delivered services to our people, we have delivered housing, Thank you, water, Thank you, sanitation. Governor. South Africa today and Italy today. Governor. We're going to leave it there with you. We're going to go to we're going to go to our next panelist. But before we do so, I'm going to ask I'm going to ask that the panelists assist in cautioning their members and allowing you an opportunity to discuss because they're drowning your own parties out and they're not going to get an opportunity to be able to discuss issues pertaining to your own party. So as we approach the next few minutes of the program, I'm going to ask parties to just bear that in mind and to caution your members that are here in the audience. Uh, Professor Kathy, the question yes. of course to the IFP. Can, can I just put this to you, Ms. Naidu? Are you really a factor in local government at the moment? The IFP have splintered, you've almost disappeared as a political force, you've lost uh, various municipalities. Do you still matter at local government level? Uh, yes, I sincerely think that the IFP, uh, we are a factor to be reckoned with and I sincerely believe in these elections we are going to see a difference 
common to all political parties is the issue of splintering uh, of parties and, and membership. It is not uncommon uh, and it's not just uh, to the IFP itself. Um, over and above that, I think so, having served in, in this province of KZN, the IFP um, has an uh, excellent service delivery record. A number of the projects, service delivery issues, have been uh, under the IFP government. And at no given time were there any particular issues of fraud and corruption plaguing the IFP government. And, and we sincerely believe that given an opportunity again, and this year we are a factor, that we have leadership, we have over 32 Indian leaders standing in areas as well, uh, who have made themselves available to lead this election. And we believe that if we receive the vote, that we will make a difference because we sincerely have people of integrity. We have uh, uh, policies on which we can deliver on. Thank you, Mr. Nadu. Thank you very much. To the minority front, the point that you'd like to raise with them, Professor. Yes. Uh, if you lose the Indian vote, as it appears that you have, there's no reason for your existence, is there? Well, uh, uh, Mr. Judicator, if you look at what the MF is doing in this election, we have broadened our campaign. We have gone into areas like Ambambulu. We have several uh, candidates of color. So the MF is no longer a party that is just interested in the Indian vote. We have, we have, uh, the MF has been redefined and uh, we have a new branding. So it's not just the Indian vote that we are, we are uh, uh, but you're, voting you're, you're, for. But you're rebranded. So what? What, you, what you are see, you going to deliver? If you, get, if you are talking about the MF going only for the Indian vote, that was the old brand. The new brand is saying we are no longer going Indian vote. We are here to represent anybody that considers themselves a minority, a minority group. The Thank Democratic you. Alliance, uh, Professor. Ms. Mari, you, you have delivered in the Western Cape. But in many ways, the Western Cape was the easiest province in the country to run. How can you say that the experiences of the Western Cape can be replicated in a province like KwaZulu-Natal where you have very serious problems of underdevelopment in this province as opposed you never had that in the Western Cape? Let me just start firstly about uh, around the budget. If the budget is not being squeezed out by national government, the Western Cape will deliver far more than it is delivering now. Right now, the Cape Town Metro is considered the best in the country. The Western Cape is the best in the, in the country as the province itself. We have the expertise. We put people in position that can actually do the job. We don't put people on the, on the basis of what political party they actually belong to. So the Western Cape has got a plan. And we can't replicate that in other provinces. The ACDP. Professor, your point with them? Mr. Tring, uh, your party has been in, uh, in Parliament for many years, I think right from 1994. But you've always been a small fringe party. You've never really grown to be a major player. And if that is a case, would a vote for you not be a wasted vote? Clearly not. I think that the vote for the ACDP is certainly not a, a wasted vote. If one looks at the track record of the ACDP, we have remained true to our core values. Uh, look at the input of our three national members of parliament. Look at the input of our some 40-odd councillors around. The ACDP has a, a, a footprint in all nine provinces, not like some of your other political parties that are only based in Chatsworth or Phoenix, or some political parties only found in KwaZulu-Natal. The ACDP is found in 
representing all nine provinces, all different race groups. And what distinguishes the ACDP from parties like the DA and the, and the ANC is that there is no corruption within the, in the ACDP. We've heard very clearly corruption in the Western Cape. We know clearly corruption right here under the a ANC rule in Etchikwini. Manasa reports some 1.3 billion rand uh, in fraud and irregular expenditure. Recently in the last, uh, uh, the last financial report, some, some 1. Point, uh, uh, 136 million rand of irregular expenditure. Uh, and so the ACDP certainly comes with a fresh view, a fresh perspective. And we are saying the question was, if the other political parties have not delivered, why should you then give them your vote again? Where there are parties like the ACDP that comes with a fresh perspective, uh, councillors who are not corrupt, councillors who are trustworthy, councillors that are councillors of integrity. Mr. The ACDP says it's time for change, it's Mr. time Trink, to take you your stand your... and vote for the ACDP. Thank you for that. We are, we are going to move on now. Clearly from the response that we're getting from our audience, there are a number of burning issues in the area of Chatsworth that really need to be addressed. And we hope that these political parties moving forward, even in their own campaigns, are able to address it. But in the next few minutes, I'm going to allow each party one minute to be able to wrap up in your wrap-up, can you specifically address the issues that have emerged in this debate that your community is hungry to get answers for? The ANC, Maggie Governor, your minute starts now. Thank you. Well, we want to say that when you give your vote, give your vote where it will really matter. Give it to the party that has the power to make things happen. The ANC has delivered. The ANC in our budget for 2017 is making provision for job creation, there is a program to fight crime, there is a program to deliver housing, all of it has been budgeted for. We have run this municipality and obtained a clean audit. There have been 51 employees who have been charged with corruption, so the ANC is dealing with that. In fact, we are not making promises, we are telling you what we have done in wards where we run, where our councillors have been elected, they have delivered. Even in wards where they've not been elected, our councillors have also delivered. So vote for the ANC for real power. Well, you're over just before your minute. Oh, well, your minute just ended there. So we're going to allow the uh, IFP to be able to give your closing statements. Jane Naidu, go ahead. Your minute starts right now. Okay, we are saying as the IFP to be elected out there, uh, as the IFP, our number one priority would be the housing. We would definitely implement the housing allocation list and make sure that housing, houses are built for people immediately. Uh, number two, if you look at the issues uh, in, in Indian communities and surrounding ratepayers that are funding um, this municipality, one of the crying issues of the local community is the uh, escalation in electricity prices. We are saying that as the IFP, we have cautioned government at national level that when the bill program of ESCOM uh, was initiated, that tariffs was a mistake. At a time such as this, when electricity, the electricity becomes no longer a need but a luxury for the wealthy, poor families can barely afford food on the table, let alone the electricity bill. At IFP, we are saying that this should have been funded through international competition, would have brought in, brought in funds into South Africa, 400 million. Thank you for, thank you for that, Ms. Naidu. The Minority Front, Jonathan Anupin, your minute starts now. Uh, Genevieve, the MF is now a lean and clean party. We have gotten rid of the, all the traitors. 
who have sold the party and sold the legacy of the late Mr. Eraj Bansi. In terms of housing, the Minority Front believes that a homeowner's register must be set up. Registers should be established in each municipality for housing needs. Fiscal dumping for renovating of houses, hostels, bad workmanships must stop and the MF will ensure that that happens. We want the moratorium on housing title deeds to be lifted. People deserve to have their title deeds. In terms of crime, the Minority Front, even in Chatsworth every year, sponsors a uh, street uh, roadshow where we take care of uh, ensuring that there is less crime and we make sure that there is, less, uh, there is, there is no uh, uh, drugs and alcohol abuse. We ensure that as the Minority Front, we ensure that we sponsor uh, all NGOs, N uh, NPOs, all CSOs, and we make sure that no matter what happens, the MF is always visible in the community. We have a strong leader, we have new candidates who are determined to our people, and we will Thank support our people Mr. in this election. Anapin, the Democratic Alliance, George Murray, your minute starts now. Thank you very much. On the 3rd of August, the voters and the people out in Chatsworth and Phoenix and elsewhere in this province can make a choice. They can either vote for the corrupt ANC government that is stealing your money, or you can put a DA government that will deliver services to you. It's clear as that. When it comes to housing, we will ensure that the housing waiting list is put, put into place, where people are actually there on a, on a needs basis. We will ensure that it's fair allocation of houses and not 1% for minority communities. We will immediately change that policy that is discriminating on, 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 the, color, on the color of your skin. Now, the, the, when you look at corruption, we will tackle corruption head-on. The prob problem with the NC, there is no conference, there is no consequence for the rogues and the thieves that are stealing your money. They will continue to do that. And a Manasseh report is a, is a case in point. So come 3rd of August, the people must come on out and vote today and don't complain on the court. We're going to put... We're going to allow Wayne Tring to give his wrapping statements. Your minute starts now. The core function of local government is to provide roads, water, electricity, sanitation, and housing. The ACDP provides a proactive measure to reduce the poor service delivery that we're currently seeing across the country. The ACDP certainly will look at in terms of the databases for housing and waiting lists. The ACDP will look at establishing a database and then make sure that those databases are public, made public knowledge so that everybody is able to see who is where on the waiting list. We call for transparency and we call for openness with regards to those waiting lists. I, I think certainly also with regards to crimes, Chatsworth has currently one of the fifth highest rates in KwaZulu-Natal. Of the 10 worst precincts, Chatsworth is one of the worst. What needs to be done? I think those who are still dealing with drug lords, the ACDP will ensure that any official, any politician, any policeman who is, is found to have a corrupt relationship with drug lords, they will be jailed and not come Thank out from jail. Thank you for no that, jail. Mr. Tring. And that was all that we have time for this afternoon. We, we, we've been at the, or we are at the Nelson Mandela Youth Center, Lenny Naidu Hall, where we've been raising issues pertaining to the community. We're going to be in Indonesia and Lord next week as well giving the community there an opportunity to give their vote to voice on behalf of executive producer Sama Patel and the entire news break team thank you for tuning in